are you doing? I hope you're well. And welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. Today, I want to shed light on boundaries. After much prayer, supplication, and countless therapy sessions, I am still working on the importance of boundaries. I have grown over the years, I must say, and I reckon at some point I had to acknowledge that I could either continue to be a doormat or become the door that people can walk through to go figure out their own problems. Now, I have to admit I am a recovering rescuer. I find so much instant gratification from flying in with my Wonder Woman crown to save the day. And I guess, you know what? That's really where my mindset began. As a child, I absolutely loved Wonder Woman and to date myself, She-Ra. Now, some of y'all are not going to know who she is. So, She-Ra was a female version of He-Man. Now, if you don't know who he is, you just need to go Google it. I know that they were so creative back then, but She-Ra, the princess of power, was a freedom fighter who was determined to free her people from this force that controlled people's minds. Mm. Come to think about it, that was pretty deep. But back then, it was just one of my favorite cartoons. As a child watching Wonder Woman and She-Ra, I was conditioned to become a person who would come to rescue others. I guess that's why I became a social worker and why I am one today. But at some point, even as a social worker, I realized how important it was not to enable but to empower. That became my superpower. Because if you're always in rescue mode, then boundaries become blurred and burnout is inevitable. And it wasn't until my 30s that I realized that I had no boundaries and people had become so used to me fixing everything and giving all I had that there was um that there was a um sense of entitlement and it was expected and if if it, if I didn't show up or give them what they asked for I felt guilty and they left angry and frustrated because you see at the end of the day they felt like this is what I was supposed to do and now after you have established these unhealthy relationships like I did then it can take time to make a shift. I remember at first, I just wanted to cut everybody off. Honey, I cut so many people off in my mind, at least I almost cut myself off. (laughs) Then I was like, there's got to be a better way. And it begins with establishing healthy boundaries. It doesn't mean you need to cut everybody off in your life, but you need to establish boundaries with the people in your life. And when they're not happy with the boundary, believe me, they will make the the decision to leave without you ever having to cut them off. So why is it so important to have healthy boundaries? Well, if you don't establish them, 
you lose your identity because when you start wanting to cut people off, then you feel like I just need to stop giving to everybody or I need to stop serving or I just need to stop helping everybody. And that's not the case because if I had stopped giving and serving and helping, then I would stop being who I was created to be. I am created to be a giver. I am created to serve, but I needed to understand its purpose. Remember, when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. So let's start with the basics. What is a boundary? Well, a boundary is a limit or space between you and the other person. A clear place where you begin and the other person ends. The purpose of setting a healthy boundary, healthy boundary, of course, is to protect and take care of you. In general, healthy boundaries are those boundaries that are set to make sure mentally and emotionally you are stable. Another way to think about it is our boundaries might be rigid, loose, somewhere in between, or even non-existent. And a complete lack of boundaries may indicate that we don't have a strong identity of who we are because we have become enmeshed with someone else. You can become so enmeshed with someone else that you truly lose yourself because all of their problems becomes your problems. All of their emotions, how they feel about everything becomes how you feel. Your thought processes are shifted and you think how they think. It's almost as though you don't know how to stand alone as an individual, as independent, becoming complete and whole, lacking nothing. So when you lack healthy relationships and healthy boundaries, you lose yourself. Healthy boundaries can serve to establish one's identity. Specifically, healthy boundaries can help people define their individuality. It can help people indicate what they will and will not be responsible for. So you have to recognize that you are not responsible for everyone's actions and their consequences. Sometimes people have to reap what they sow. Why? Because some people will never learn unless they start to reap. You understand what I'm saying? Some people truly need to be able to accept and go through the consequences based on their actions. Setting boundaries is so beneficial for far more than just defining your identity, but it also helps you to place limits on your exposure to stress and the production of adrenaline and cortisol, the stress hormone. It protects your mental well-being. Dr. Quinn Cirillo agrees that well-being is a key factor as a lack of boundaries can lead to emotional and physical fatigue, especially if you have to deal with the exhausting behaviors of others. And it doesn't end there. Boundaries promote a sense of autonomy. And Dr. Quinn Cirillo says in that you are in control as far as possible in what you want and don't want. They can also keep you safe in relationships at work, at home, and with your partners. And that's really important. So I want you to think about it for a second. Do you have some relationships 
Do you have some important parts of your life where you lack healthy boundaries? And we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. And I am truly loving this discussion around healthy boundaries. So I want to establish another definition that I found. Boundaries are guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify for themselves what are reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave around them and how they will respond when someone steps outside those limits. The easiest way to think about a boundary is a property line. We have all seen those no trespassing signs, which sends a clear message that if you violate this boundary, there will be a consequence. See, this type of boundary is easy to picture and understand because you can see the sign and the border it protects. But personal boundaries can be a little bit harder to define because the lines are invisible. They can change and are unique to each individual. Personal boundaries, just like the no trespassing sign, define where you end and others began and are determined by the amount of physical and emotional space you allow between yourself and others. Personal boundaries help you decide what type of communication, behavior, and interactions are acceptable. So I want you to think about it. Have you allowed some of your boundaries to become blurred? Let me tell you how easy it can happen. You can make someone a priority when they're making you an option. I've heard that quote from somewhere and I still hold it dear to my heart because I'm always checking it. Am I prioritizing you more than you're prioritizing me? What like this is not equal. (laughs) And if that's the case, then I'm allowing the boundaries to become blurred because I'm not establishing what my needs are and I'm assuming what your needs are and just acting on them, but you're not willing to intentionally be invested in this relationship. And I'm not just talking, you know, romantic. I'm talking about family relationships. Am I more invested in this relationship than you are? Now, at times that may be the case. If the person is going through something at the moment, then okay. But that can't be 24-7 for the next 25, 30 years. At some point, we may have to make an adjustment. And there are truly good advantages of a healthy boundary in a relationship. Now, I know there are times when we're afraid to establish that boundary because we don't want to offend. But I want you to listen to some of these advantages. One, it helps you have good mental health and emotional health. Number two, it develops autonomy and identity. I've mentioned that already, right? Number three, it helps to avoid burnout. And believe it or not, you can influence another person's behavior. Let me tell you how. When they realize what you will and will not tolerate, if they want you to be in their life, they will make an adjustment. I promise you. (laughs) Boundaries also can improve our relationships and our self-esteem. But keep in mind, they can be flexible. Don't draw your boundaries in permanent ink. It's good to think about them and occasionally reassess. Because when boundaries are too rigid or inflexible, problems can occur. 
You don't want to isolate yourself or give up all your time to others. So creating boundaries that are too bendy is often common for women. Like we're always willing to give in too much. And so we want to make sure we're not overly sacrificing, but at the same time, we're not overly isolating. Also, boundaries allows us to conserve our emotional energy. You can easily build up resentment toward others because of an inability to advocate for yourself. So you don't need to have the same boundaries or comfort level for everybody. Boundaries that let us have a different radius, depending on the situation or the person, can help us maintain enough energy to care for ourselves. So just understand that just because you want to do everything for everybody doesn't mean that you should do everything for everybody. Also, boundaries give us a space to grow and be vulnerable. It allows us to be selective on who we open ourselves up to. And please understand there's a difference between vulnerability and oversharing. See, shared vulnerability brings people closer together over time. That's why they say intimacy is into me see, right? But oversharing can use drama to manipulate, hold another person emotionally hostage, or force the relationship in one direction. So hear me and hear me good. Boundaries are important because they do give you that space to determine, is this the right person to open myself up to? Now, let me share a few things that you can do to set emotional and personal boundaries. As you think about that relationship that I told you to think about on break, let's first define the desired boundary. Why is it that I need to have a boundary? What have they shown me about themselves? And you can't just do it and not communicate. Communicate what you need and stay simple. Sometimes we over explain and the true meaning gets lost in all of the words. Keep it simple and then set the consequences by saying why it's important. Like it is important to me that you do this or that I do not do this for you. And so if you continue to ask me for this, I am going to have to do this. Does that make sense? Like you need to explain, this is why it's important to me. I think that's the part we often miss. We can define it. We can communicate it. Sometimes we can keep it simple, but when we don't explain why it's so important, then people don't know how to measure it themselves. So Felicia, what is your point? Well, my point is this, please set some boundaries. Even the ocean has boundaries because when you do this, you are setting expectations that are clear and it helps in two ways. It establishes what behavior you will accept from other people and it establishes what behavior other people can expect from you. You will know how much information to share. You will understand your personal needs and know how to communicate them. You will value your own opinions. And more importantly, you will learn how to say no. 
I know, right? I know it's just a two-letter word, but for some reason, it's extremely hard for some of us because people pull on our heartstrings, but I need you to hold up that no trespassing sign and say no. This week, I want you to think about it. When was the last time you told someone no? And when I say you told them no, it's no without an explanation. You are not required to give 50 reasons why you said no. For example, no, I'm not going to be able to pick you up because I have to do this and this and, and I have this going on. No, 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 no. You don't have to give. I don't care if you're not going to do anything but go back home or not leave home. The answer is no. It is okay for you to say no. Because when you say no, you are saying no to them, but you are saying yes to you. Then you will know when you need to pull out your superpowers to be your Shira, to be your Wonder Woman, to be able to stand up and stand for someone who truly needs you. Your gifts will be used in the way they should to be able to lift someone, to love someone, to give, to help, to serve without you being depleted. Remember, fill your own cup first and nourish others with the overflow. And you cannot do that without boundaries. Well, that's all I have time for this week. And we'll pick up next week on Wednesday Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and Music by It's Water by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining. Thank you.